Live from parts unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller Time. Hello, I pushed the wrong button. Hello, welcome. <clears throat> Cough to start. Simon is pro wrestling show. I told you we were going to try more. Wait, that's got to turn up. No, it's fine. I told you we got to try more on Monday around this time. You know, half five to six to six thirty. It's twenty past six. It's basically smash bang in the middle. So thank you to everyone joining me right now in the live chat. Thank you. You see that we be right back thing that popped up was not meant to happen. Thank you to everybody listening to me on the podcast right now. Thank you to everyone that supports me on Patreon. Cheap plug. Uh, all the information in the description below. And thank you to everyone that follows me at Simon316 on Instagram, on Twitter. You can do all of those things. And if you are watching on YouTube right now, please do smash that subscribe button. That's what you do on YouTube. You smash it. You don't just press it. You smash it because that's what YouTube's all about, right? It's all about aiming to get more subscribers as we go through this crazy world. Uh, also, as well, if you are uh, in the in the chat in the on YouTube live right now, make sure you. Well, if you let me rephrase that, if you want to ask a question, if you want to control the power of the stream, if you have anything to say, you want to disagree with me, <coughs> my cough is ridiculous. You can use a super chat. We all know how it works. Comes up in a big, massive color, so I can see it, and I will make sure that we talk about that. So, I mean. It's pretty crazy, Raw, these days. Raw is going to be really interesting tonight because the way that WWE has pimped Raw out this week is it's the end of the season. It's always weird when they do this. It usually ties into something else. But it's always weird when they do this because you're like, you go every week. You don't have seasons. The whole point of wrestling is like 52 weeks a year and we just keep on rolling. We never end. And it's actually crazy when you think about how long it's been going. But of course, this is a massive week for wrestling because essentially WWE is killing off a lot of the routines and schedules that we're used to. I mean, in the future we may be, but as far as we know, never going to get smacked down on Tuesdays again. That's moving to Fridays. Obviously, AEW gives birth on Wednesday. And so that's kind of what they're doing with Raw. They're saying this is the end of Raw season because even though it's just going to pop up again next Monday, apparently it's going to have a new set. Apparently it's going to have pyrotechnics again. They're going to change everything. Obviously, soon we're going to have a brand new roster when WWE does the brand split. So it's all changed. It's all changed for Raw. It's quite exciting. I want to see what um, WWE's plans are. Obviously need to differentiate SmackDown and Raw more than ever now because of the USA and Fox thing. And as we learn through social media, as we do nowadays, we don't announce things on TV anymore. The main event, or at least we assume it's the main event, of this evening is going to be a fatal five-way match. Get this, right? AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Obviously, that's the US and IC champs. Pretty sure that Nakamura's never had a match on Raw since he got called up. Versus Bobby Roode who's a tag team champion, <laughs> versus Ricochet, versus Rey Mysterio. I mean, <laughs> where, where do we even begin? What a crazy match that is, especially given, I know brand loyalty doesn't exist in WWE, but given brand loyalty and all of that, that's absolutely crazy. Shout out to my man, name has just popped off screen, Jeff Raidmaker, which is an incredible name in the super chat, who says, hand on heart, that's what you get when you, uh, when you do a super chat. Hey, how are you feeling? I'm feeling very well. Um, thank you very much. Been sending the thoughts and prayers. Appreciate that, dude. Had a 103 Fahrenheit fever for a month with no answers, so I understand the frustration. Well, shout out to Jeff. Jeff, I know how that feels after my recent um, run-ins with health. 
So I hope you're all right. I hope you're all right, my friend. Stay positive. You'll get over it. Make sure you know you see a doctor and all of that. And I'm with you. Thanks for tuning in. I'll try and cheer you up as best I can. Shout out to my man, Nick C in the Super Chat. He said, love the clip you made for Going In Raw's fifth anniversary. Damn right. Going In Raw is five years old. Good guy, Stephen Larson. Just really nice stand-up, respectable dudes. Got a good show, a fun show, an entertaining show. They try and be positive as well. Obviously, I am the Going In Raw champion. It's just there as well. I always leave it just out of reach. And that wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for Steve or Larson. So shout out to them. Happy fifth anniversary. I think they're streaming live right now as well. So we're accidentally in competition. That was not intentional. I just, when I went to go live, I saw they were live. Obviously, I subscribed to them. Um, but yeah, so <clears throat> in terms of Raw, I think we're going to see something major tonight. What we're going to see, I don't know. But even looking at that match, so basically the winner of this match goes on to fight Seth Rollins next week in a Universal Championship match, which is doubly interesting because we already know that it's Seth Rollins versus Bray Wyatt at Hell in a Cell. So there's so many threads already being created, and we haven't even got to Raw, which starts in, what, about six, seven, eight hours, whatever it is. And you have the argument as well that I would take if somebody says it, you know, why does Nakamura, I understand that everybody is going after the world title, but why are WWE inserting Nakamura and Bobby Roode who, and Styles, who all have titles of their own into this? And it's because, you know, they see them as top stars. And look, it, it got me interested. Same with Rey Mysterio. I mean, if they actually let them go out there for 25, not 25 minutes on Raw, but if they let them go out there for 20 minutes... And you let those five guys do what we know that they can do, be that within WWE, the indie scene. I would say Bobby Roode's best run was probably TNA, Nakamura, Japan. If you allow them to go out there and do what we know they can do, this could be a match that by Tuesday morning everybody is talking about. Guaranteed to get some ups maybe as well and ups and downs. So already, I should have got the raw preview up. I didn't. I will do that now as we talk to see what else is going on. But yeah, given that... WWE sees this as an end-of-season thing. We do have the Hell in a Cell planned, and SmackDown's going to do its own thing. Obviously, Brock Lesnar probably wins the championship on that. And with the rumors that Pyrotechnic and Fireworks may be coming back on Raw Week today, which everybody wants, who knows what they're going to do here? Shout out to Jacob Donnelly in the Super Chat who says, as much as it's nice to see people in matches, the draft can't come fast enough. Lol, Jacob, I would agree with you 100%. Like, you're right, it's really difficult because the fan in me is so pumped that we're getting this match. It's going to be great. Um, it's going to be awesome. It, 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 I don't see how it can't be unless they've got some shenanigans planned, but I can't help it. The critic in me goes, again, why is AJ Styles in this? He just care about the US Championship. I know he wants it, but don't tell me that. Why is Nakamura coming over from SmackDown even though the brand split's dead? What happened to Bobby Roode's tag team <laughs> with Dolph Ziggler? Ricochet and Mysterio are fine. They actually make sense given where they are in the story. But um, yes, Jacob, you're 100% you're right. It's crazy, but it's good. But again, if WWE has decided this is a stop point, I kind of understand. If we're hitting the reset button next week and you want to have a world championship match to try and get people to tune into Raw, I understand the threads. Doesn't not mean it's not crazy. Uh, Jeff Rainmaker in the super chat, hand on heart. Thanks for the shout out. Thank you, man, for the support. Without the support, I can't do this. The fever was a couple of years ago and I'm here, so I'm okay. Still thinking about you. Have a great week. I get it. Well, that's even better because it means you're not suffering now. But exactly, you and I both, brother, we've been there. I'm sure everyone has been there. Sometimes you get ill, your health goes down, you don't know why. And in that moment, all you want to do is get back to 100%. <clears throat> Fingers crossed we do get there. Obviously, some people tragically don't. Uh, shout out to my man, Royce Flores, in the super chat. Simon, sent your response on Patreon. Also, my first live super chat. Praise the why. <coughs> Excuse me, this cough. Well, Royce, thank you very much for that. I'll use that as a cheap plug for Patreon. Uh, again, all of everything I'm doing now on my personal channel, on my YouTube channel, 
I can't do without patron support. So shout out to Royce. I really appreciate it. Um, and yeah, you can check it out today. Patreon.com forward slash Simon316. There's a link in the description below. You can come on the podcast. You can get a postcard. You can get a personalized message. You can get a t-shirt. There's loads of different stuff. So if you can support, even a dollar, even if you can throw a dollar in there, it helps so much. Um, and thank you as well, Royce, for joining up. And thank you to everyone in the Super Chat as well. That's something you don't want to do that. You don't want to subscribe to a monthly service. Super chat, same thing. All the money goes back into my personal project. So thank you to everyone that does that. Uh, and that's what Lewis Cardona has done in the super chat. Hey, Simon, hope you're doing fantastic. I am. Thank you. Uh, when Balor returns, big fan, should he be reinserted into the universal title WWE picture? Uh, it was one day. I love your work. Thanks, man. That's really kind of you. I mean, it all depends what the plan is. If Bray Wyatt is the champion and Finn Balor coming back is a natural way to shift into that, then yeah, sure, at least there's a storyline there. But do I want to see Finn Balor or the Demon beat Bray Wyatt slash The Fiend? No, I absolutely don't. I think for the next 12 months, The Fiend slash Bray Wyatt, whatever, I sound like Michael Cole, he should be our number one priority. He should be number one on the agenda. If that means we have to even sacrifice the demon, then that's what we've got to do. But I'm only looking at it from a WWE point of view. They have never pushed the, uh, the demon. They have never pushed Finn Balor, like you've just said. Should he be put back into that picture? So you absolutely can do that. But if you do, I just realize I'm see-through. What the hell is that? What the hell just happened to my green screen? How can a white top be see-through? Oh my gosh, you are rubbish, aren't you? Anyway, oh well, I'll be see-through today. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it's worth sacrificing everything we've got with the Fiend. So I would say potentially not. But he should get some kind of revenge. I mean, essentially, Bray Wyatt killed him and we never saw him again. So at least from a storyline point of view, you should do it. Uh, Dan Lemley in the Super Chat, thank you very much, says, here's to kicking Sammy Callahan's butt. That's right, if you uh, were on What Culture last week, you would have seen the video that went up. Challenge by Sammy Callahan. Challenge has been accepted. So now we need to figure out when and where. Pro Wrestling Revolver, which of course is Sammy Callahan's wrestling promotion, seems game for uh, seems game for filming it. Bring it on, Sammy Callahan. I know you're a terrifying human being. I know what you've done in the past. I know you're quite the warrior when it comes to wrestling. But I don't say no to opportunities. That's how we got here. <laughs> and that's how we'll, we'll move on. So Dan Wright will kick Sammy Callahan's ass. Check that video on What Culture 2 if you haven't seen it. Matthew Bailey in the Super Chat says, Who are your favorite wrestling critics to listen to? It's an interesting question. I mean, I watch all the What Culture's videos, obviously, because I'm embedded and I like to see what everybody else is doing. I do like Stephen Larson. Because, um, again, they've, they've got positive vibes. And I'm all about positive vibes. Otherwise... I don't necessarily think I go out too much of my way to read wrestling critics. I mean, I listen to Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez. They're, they're my favorites. I like the Wrestling Observer guys. I don't necessarily agree with everything they say, but I appreciate the, uh, the amount of content they put out there, and I appreciate the knowledge they have of wrestling. I think when you can come from you know, having that kind of historical context and that much knowledge, it just makes you sound like you know what you're talking about. It's true. doesn't mean, I, again, I agree with everything they say, five-star ratings, I use as just a bit of fun to see every week whenever they come out. Um, but otherwise, no, I try, I, don't, I try to stay away from too many wrestling critics because I sometimes feel when critics are sort of throwing opinions at each other, it can um, influence. And I don't like to do that. I like to always make sure I come at these things from a pure and honest and real place because um, I think that's important. If you agree with me, <coughs> great. If you don't agree with me, that's not, I wouldn't say it's even better, but it's just as good. As long as you have a reaction, that's all I care about. AJ Parker in Super Chat. Simon, I agree something epic will happen on Raw tonight. Well, at least I'm hoping so. I don't know if The Fiend gets involved in this match. I don't know if Seth Rollins does anything. Let's get this Raw preview up. That's what I was going to do before I, uh, I, I went crazy. 
So, yes, yeah, so we've got the Raw Fatal Five-Way Preview. Um, the season premiere of Raw kicks off next week with the universal title match between Seth Rollins and the winner of this match. All the competitors that we've already talked about. Which superstar will prevail? Uh, what's new in store on a new Firefly Funhouse? So, the Fiends Bray White attack on Seth Rollins, blah, 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 blah. Okay, yeah, we, we know that. So, we've got a new Firefly Funhouse. Uh, we've got Nikki Cross versus Sasha Banks. It's a very interesting match. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. And, of course, we've got the rematch between Chad Gable and Baron Corbin. Which, given they only had their match last week, I, I don't know. I don't know what direction we're going to go in with all of this. I mean, if we take this match, Styles Nakamura, Rude Ricochet, Mysterio, who do you even put into that match? Because whoever wins, I doubt is going to win the Universal Title. I don't think we need. Even if you were going to do some kind of shenanigans, I don't think we want to make the Hell in the Cell Title match a triple threat. I don't think we want to take Seth out that picture. I want the Fiend to win, but I don't think anybody there really adds to it. So what do you do? I mean, I, don't, I, I would imagine that AJ Styles, Nakamura, and Rude will not win simply because they already have titles. And you would hope that WWE, especially if it's meant to be a season premiere next week, will have stories all ready to go with the, you know, the US, the IC, and the tag team. I know. I know. But let's hope. So do you do Ricochet? Do you promote Ricochet versus Seth Rollins? You know, is there enough of a buzz out there by the so-called indie fan that if they know Ricochet is fighting for the Universal Championship, they'll tune in, potentially. Potentially. Do you go the other way? Do you do Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins and hope you get the Laps fan in who will be well aware of Rey Mysterio? I mean, the argument there is you'd have to, you'd have to guess that if they were going to watch for Rey Mysterio, they already would. But maybe that's what they need. Maybe they need that catalyst. And some people are saying, no, the Fatal Five-Way is tonight. The Fatal Five-Way is happening in around six or seven hours. And then the and whoever wins becomes number one contender and they fight Seth Rollins next week when the wrestling world goes crazy. Don't forget, on Wednesday morning... It's the last ever ups and downs for SmackDown on that day. Shifting to Saturday. Saturday! It's not a weekday. What the hell is going on? Shout out to Jacob Donnelly in the Super Chat again. Please do throw some, uh, throw some cash in the Super Chat if you want to chat. you got something to say. Whatever you want to do, it's all good. Um, uh, where are you, Jacob? There you are. One thing I don't want is for this to mess with The Fiend versus Seth Rollins at Hell in a Cell. I feel like it's fine the way it is. I, th- I don't think it's going to muck around with that. I think we are doing this for an angle, for an idea... Uh, again, just so that we have a title match on the season premiere of Raw and that we have some reason for people to tune in tonight. It wasn't like there was anything else bubbling over with content. But no, I agree with you. Let's not... I mean, I don't even know what the, the problem... The worry is Bray White versus Seth Rollins have been doing house show matches this week. I got no problem with Bray White being on house show matches. Everybody else was kicking off because Dana Brooke did an Instagram story with Bray White. I know that he's a real person. That's just the world we live in. And I know it was better when social media didn't exist for kayfabe-related stuff, but it does. So what? Big deal. It doesn't bother me. I can ignore that and just appreciate what I see on my TV, which is all right. I don't mind The Fiend being on house show matches. Some people have been like, well, that, I don't want him to be on house show matches. Well, you've got to do something when Raw and SmackDown aren't on the television. My only worry is, and I'm not saying this ties into the Hell in a Cell event. They may want to keep the finish secret. But my only worry is that we are, the finishes have been Bray Wyatt, Mandible Claws, Seth Rollins, and the ref stops it because Bray won't break the hold. If we do that at the pay-per-view, I think we take all this good worth, like Jacob has said, we take all this good worth of Bray Wyatt and we flush it down the toilet. I don't think that's a good idea. I like Seth Rollins. I think he's a great wrestler. But I would say right now he's not as hot as he was maybe six months ago, whenever, after WrestleMania. Pick your month. It's not necessarily his fault. You never know what's going to happen with a character. You never know what's going to happen with a story. You never know what's going to happen with a narrative. But if we look at both The Fiend and Seth Rollins, The Fiend is more exciting and more over, quote-unquote, than Seth. So now let's take the organic um, rise that we've got for Bray and let's go all the way with it. Let's not muck around. 
but I can see a, a horrible situation where exactly that. Bray Wyatt gets disqualified because he's too violent, because he breaks his neck, there's too much blood, whatever. Maybe even do a count out. I don't think you can do it in a hell in a cell, but we can't do that. I think we've been presented with an opportunity here that we need to jump on with two hands, which is why tying into tonight's episode of Raw, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Ricochet wins. I know that Paul Heyman is high on Ricochet, and I think Ricochet versus Seth Rollins, from the type of fan that I believe WWE is trying to attract, may actually do that. And then that's just a cool match for Raw. Seth and Ricochet can go at it. Ricochet can show off his arsenal, probably come really close to winning. Eventually, Seth gets the pin. No problem with that. If Ricochet's in a world title match, I ain't going to get mad. And if he does lose, it still elevates him. Then the lights go out. Then Fiend kicks Seth Rollins' ass. That continues our build to, um, to Hell in a Cell, which will be happening that Sunday because I am, of course, talking about the Raw that's going to go down in a week. That ain't so bad for a couple of weeks, especially because then the week after that, well, a week and a half after, we're going to be shuffling the rosters. Maybe Ricochet goes to SmackDown. Maybe Seth does. I don't think that he would. I think having Roman and Seth on the show, same show would be too much, but you don't know. We don't know how much stock WWE wants to put in Fox, so it's going to be interesting. I just think that Fight of Five way... Uh, it's just, it was just a random thing to pop out and it brought up so many questions and yet we are going full in with it. We, we, we are going full in with it. It's um, it's going to be fascinating. Again, in the comments right now, who's going to win? AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura, Bobby Roode, Ricochet Mysterio. I can say with a lot of confidence it won't be Shinsuke Nakamura. He never wins. I can't even remember how he won the Intercontinental title. It's not true, I can. But... If you didn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. The other thing we've got to talk about that is sweeping through the internet right now is Lacey Evans getting pulled over, <coughs> excuse me, by a Canadian policeman. It's hilarious, this. So if we take all the information that we do have, it certainly seems like Lacey Evans got pulled over and she thought, you know what, I'm going to do this in character. I'm going to film it. I'm not going to do anything wrong, whatever. Originally, it looked like the police officer were in on it, but the uh, unit has come out and said, uh, no, we had nothing to do with it. And now we're torn between this bizarre place where people think Lacey Evans was being disrespectful and some people love the fact that, you know, she stayed in character while doing it. I just think it's wonderful. It doesn't matter whether the policeman was in on it or not. The cool thing is, is that Lacey Evans saw an opportunity to take a real-life situation, apply her character to it, act like her character would act, and, you know, get it to go viral. Unfortunately, people are now saying that she disrespected the police and I kind of like that because it means it worked. But then Lacey Evans, which I understand, I completely understand why she did it. She um, she felt implied to come out with a statement saying, look, it's just sports entertainment. And that was the only thing that upset me. I was like, oh, man, we came up with this really cool situation, potentially by accident. And then because of people on the internet getting too offended. But that's what heels should do. But I did love it. Same with MJF when he pissed everybody off talking about Dungeons and Dragons. I think if you're a heel and you're able to stir up that much crap, it goes to show that it's not about kayfabe being alive or dead. It's about how you get under people's skin. And Lacey and MJF have done that so well. Yeah, it was good and bad. It was good and bad. But I, I really respected it. It was a shame she had to come out with that statement because people just get, you know, they just get too upset about things nowadays. I'd just be so cool if she could have just left it out there and let it fester. And even some people that didn't know who, who Lacey... That was the thing. It went so wide. People that didn't know who Lacey Evans was, like, what a disgusting human being. I completely understand. That's ah, Twitter for you. I loved it. I thought it was great. It, I, it really endeared me to Lacey Evans. Anyone that's happy to, to go all that way uh, with their character... Gets two fingers up from me, apparently. Don't know why I did that. Shout out to my man, David Ayers, in the super chat. He says, I have a sneaky feeling Bobby Roode is winning. I mean, potentially, yes. But, you know, 
it would be weird to me if he did, being that he's a tag team champion. Also, no, I disagree with this. Everyone, some people in the comments are saying his name is now Robert Roode. No, it's not. Robert Roode was the guy with the moustache. Bobby Roode is the guy with the beard. And I won't have it any other way. I'm calling him Bobby Roode. He's got a beard. Um, someone says, Simon, prove you are live. Well, I just did. I just read out your, uh, I, I read out your tweet, so I must be live. Your tweet, your message. Uh, yeah, so I'm intrigued about Raw. I, I don't know what they're going to do. Um... Yeah, there we go. I'll read you the Lacey Evans statement in case you haven't seen it. So she put up on her Twitter, it looks like, a prior law uh, As prior law enforcement, myself and a United States Marine, I do not condone, agree with, or promote disrespecting or making Leo's job harder than they already are. The video was created by both parties to promote the local live event taking place in the Edmonton area. As a sports entertainer, it's my job to not only entertain, but to set a proper example. So with that being said, I'm glad you were entertained, but if you ever tried to honestly disrespect or put my brothers and sisters in blue in harm, I hope you get what you ask for. Such a shame she had to do that. It was such a cool little bit. It worked. It got people talking. Everyone gets so upset nowadays. Oh, well, what can you do? Uh, Jacob Donnelly weighs in the super chat. Not the biggest Lazy Evans fan, but I appreciate her commitment to her character. You don't see stuff like that anymore. Totally. And she does it in meet and greets too. You know, someone tries to shake her hand. She's like, I'm not shaking your hand. You disgusting, nasty person. And I love that stuff. I do. I love it. It's something that's missing in wrestling these days. And it's harder to do. You need to come up with these situations where you can pull the wool over a crowd who basically knows what's going on. And she did it. MJF did it. I mean, MJF's never going to apologize. He doesn't care. But obviously, Lacey Evans is on a bigger platform. Whether you like that or not, she just is. I'm not saying she's a bigger star. I'm not saying she doesn't deserve anything like that. I'm just saying she's on a bigger platform. She's going to have a bigger spotlight put on her. Uh, Chicken Salad says, Lacey Evans should have got another ticket for her annoying voice. I like Lacey Evans' voice. I like the southern twang. You nasty. I like it. I like it. Look, I think Lacey Evans gets a hard ride. I quite like her. I think she's got quite a good upside. I think down the line we may look back on... Uh, on, on Lacey Evans and realize that, well, you don't have to like her. I always say that. That's, that's, that's the cool thing about wrestling. Some people you warm to, some people you don't warm to. That's why, you know, that's why it's so badass. Uh, let's run through some news in, in case you're interested in anything like that. There is a really cool interview with Ken Shamrock over on Busted Up Radio. I strongly suggest you go and listen if you haven't. He talks about The Rock and that chair shot. Remember that chair shot we got blasted in the face? He basically asked The Rock to do that. And I thought that was great. Um, WWE did genuinely... Uh, ask uh, Brad Pitt if he'd like to come be a wrestler. It was quite good into it. was into with Kathy Kelly, I believe, about his new film, Ad Astra. And, you know, she tied in a WWE question. At first, he's like, oh, yeah, I'll come over. Then he realized she was asking him to wrestle. He was like, no way. Brad Pitt actually handled it quite well. Media savvy is Brad Pitt, as you'd assume he would be. Uh, but it was smart. Shout out to Plasma Snake 825 that's a, great, that's a great name, that is. No questions from me. Just wanted to send some love. Keep doing the great work and kick everyone's butt. Also, I hope everybody watching has a good day. Well, Plasma Snake, you go right to the top of my list. What a lovely thing to do. A, thank you for the super chat. And B, thank you for just a lovely message. That's really nice of you, dude. I appreciate that. Get another hand on the heart. Hell yeah, man. I hope you have a good day as well. Thanks for watching. Thanks for supporting. Thanks for being involved. It makes me happy. I like the community I've somehow built up around myself. Everyone seems like a decent uh, a decent person. So thanks, dude. Have a good day. Enjoy. Enjoy Raw. Enjoy SmackDown. Enjoy this last week before the world goes crazy. As far as I'm concerned, it may not happen. You don't know. Next week, wrestling should go nuts. It should go nuts. And as somebody else rightfully pointed out in the chat, we may see Maury Povich tonight. What, either that or he wonderfully took uh, advantage of that situation because he came out. Uh, and he said he wants to come in and handle the Maria situation, which we should talk about, by the way, because over the last week, apparently 
Rusev is not going to be the daddy of Maria's child. He just chose that moment to come out. What that says about Rusev, I have no idea. Pick your moments, Ruru. <laughs> like you coming out there just insinuated that you were the dad, but you didn't mean to be the dad. Oh, I don't know. I really don't know what they're going to do with that. I don't hate it. Um, I understand why people are a bit like, this isn't going to work for Rusev because it's going to put him back at a comedy angle. I'm just happy to see him back on TV. Ask me tomorrow. Ask me tomorrow after ups and downs. I'll let you know. Michael Jensen, the super chat. Hi, Simon. Didn't get to comment during your stream on 9-11. Did I do one on 9-11? I probably did. My uncle Jimmy Sands was one of those killed on 9-11. Thank you for bringing me some laughter on what's typically a bad day. Keep up the great work. Cheers from NJ. Well, man, that's... I mean, that's incredibly humbling. I don't even know what I can say to that. I mean, aside from... It's, uh, I, I can't even imagine what that was like to go through, given that it was a tragic event that affected the whole world and pretty much changed the universe that we live in, be it from wrestling to travel to society to, to whatever, right? It changed, it did, it changed everything. Um, and for you to have, you know, to, 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 have, to be that involved in it, there's no words that I could ever say that would ever, you know, help whatever the right term would be. But hey, man, I tell you, if I was able to cheer you up just a little bit on 9-11 uh, with a stream, hell yeah, man. That's, that's my honor. That's my privilege. You humble me by saying that. And I'm happy I could. I'm happy I could. Because really, that's all my stuff, right? All my stuff is basically designed to entertain. It doesn't matter. It could go away tomorrow, and you may miss it, but your life is still going to go on. So it's solely there to entertain. And if I was able to do that and take your mind off uh, what would, would otherwise be a bad day, Hell yeah, man. Thank you very much, Michael. I appreciate that. And thank you for supporting me in the super chat as well. I hope you're having a good day today. Uh, my man, Stan, always supporting the podcast, Stan, in the super chat. Just with a hand on heart, you wonderful, bald fellow. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I'm going to be chatting to you very soon. Uh, I do need to get back to my Patreon message on my list today, and I get caught in London traffic, I tell you. If you've never lived in London, don't move here. <laughs> don't, don't do it. The traffic absolutely sucks. Uh, where else are we going to go with this? Bandido won the PWG Bowler Tournament, if you care. I'm not going to get into it because I know some people aren't into all that stuff, but it was pretty cool. There's, let's read the report about Pyro returning to WWE. So it comes from WrestleVotes, who do get a lot right, to be fair. And they just said, news I think everybody will enjoy. Pyro returns to weekly television next week. Fireworks will once again be a fixture on WWE TV, along with new sets. These are the rumors. And I tell you, I'm so, I'm so in the mood for that. I sometimes get irked without even realizing that Raw and SmackDown look exactly the same. Let's change them. Let's have them have unique feels. And let's 100% um, bring, bring Pyro back. Pyro brings so much to an occasion that you don't even realize. Like when Brock Lesnar throws his hands down, there's explosions. Or AJ Styles pulls his hood back. Or has a hand up for a while. When Randy Orton used to do his pose and the gold stuff would come down. It's, it's just brilliant. It's just brilliant. And it does add... It makes things... It makes things feel more exciting. It just says that's the magic of Pyro. And it's not like WWE doesn't have the money. I understand why they pulled it back eventually, but they can easily do it now. So if that does happen, I think that's a massive plus. I think it's a massive plus. Uh, where am I going with my super chat? CRCB in the super chat. Have you been following Liv Morgan's messages, thoughts? No, I haven't. So I go and do this now. I'm going to assume you mean Twitter. Because everybody just does it on Twitter. Let's find Liv Morgan. That's her with her tongue. Uh, Liv Morgan uh, sticking out her tongue. Pick me up at Target and play with me. 851216. Is that a date? No. I mean, no, I'm looking at this now. I don't. I can't make heads and tails of this. So no, I don't know, but it is weird she just vanished from TV. Should bring Liv Morgan back with that new character she teased. 
I'd like to see it. I thought she was quite good. Uh, AJ Parker in the super chat. Most likely, most likely to least likely to win tonight. I like this. So most likely, first off is Ricochet. Second is Rude. Third is AJ. Fourth is Ray. Fifth is Shinsuke. I agree with you. To me, it looks like WWE is trying to get the title off Seth so the Fiend doesn't win too soon. I don't know about that, AJ. I think if we're going to Hell in a Cell and the Fiend is in that title picture, he's got to walk away with it. I don't care if he's facing The Undertaker, Kane, The Rock, Brock Lesnar, Steve Austin, uh, Ricochet, Bobby Roode, Nakamura, Hulk Hogan. I think I said that already. I don't care who he's facing. The Fiend has got to win. I do agree with you. I'd probably put AJ second instead of Roode. My top five would be yeah, Ricochet first, AJ second, Rey Mysterio third, then Roode, then Nakamura. I think I got that right. I may have screwed that up. It's going to be interesting, though. I think we'll have a lot to talk about tomorrow. Jacob Donnelly in the Super Chat. I recently saw a clip of Undertaker and Paul Bearer on the Regis Filman show in 91 in full character. Imagine Bray doing stuff like that these days. I don't see why WWE can't reach out and try and try and not try and do it. Imagine him on, like, I, I don't know, I can forget the names, but the late show with Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Kimmel Live, whatever it's called, or Conan O'Brien. I mean, the problem is I don't think those hosts would play up to it in the way that you want, and they probably would take the mick out of it. But it would get social media traction. If anybody was able to pull that off in that kind of environment, Bray Wyatt, The Fiend would be it. I wouldn't be, I would, I wouldn't be against that at all. I think that would be, again, done right, I think that would be, I think that would be really fun. But yeah, it, it, just may, it, it just may get to the point where it's just too silly. And we don't want The Fiend to be silly. That's why we got mad about Dana Brooke posting an Instagram story with him. Like, you can't post an Instagram story. Bray Wyatt ruins it. Does it? <laughs> Does it? Or can we just not enjoy what we see on tech? It's a different world. I don't want to start putting, banning wrestlers from enjoying social media like we all do. I think you have to be realistic with this kind of stuff. You can say it sucks and it does take away from wrestling. But you have to let them be human beings. They work so hard anyway. You can't just put them in a prison. Shout out to Just Tired. Brilliant name. In the super chat. Does Kofi stay in the title picture after October the 4th? I imagine he gets a rematch and then he's gone. I know it sucks. But if Brock Lesnar is the champion, you know, Brock Lesnar is the mainstream star, especially to a Fox audience who knows him from uh, the UFC uh, the UFC fights. Been on there loads of time as both a wrestler and an MMA fighter. I would imagine no. I would imagine that this is maybe the end for Kofi Kingston. No, that's what I want. I'm just looking at it from the perspective of WWE. So enjoy Kofi for the next 10 days because it or the 15 days. It may be, it may be the end. Uh, Austin Wiseman in the Super Chat says, Simon, the best pirate entrance of all time? Question mark. Well, Kane has got to be up there, right? Nothing cooler than slamming those hands down and see the pyro coming out of the, uh, of the, uh, of the, uh, the, the ring posts. Otherwise, it's been so long, I'm not sure I can remember. Randy Orton's Golden Shower, I know, I know, but that's what everybody calls it, and it makes sense. That would be up there. I kind of like Brock Lesnar's because it's simple. I mean, Goldberg's. I mean, Goldberg got Pyro. Goldberg would probably be second. I think Kane first, Goldberg second. And then I'd have to start thinking about it. The thing is, a lot of my favorite wrestlers didn't have Pyro entrances, which is kind of ironic given what I just said, or hypocritical. Like Steve Austin didn't, Bret Hart didn't, The Rock didn't. Undertaker had his sort of, you know, throw his hands in the air, and sometimes they'd explode, but sometimes he'd do it small. So it wasn't really like a, a crazy pyro guy. I think that's fair. But let me know. Let me know in, in the chat. Let me know what kind of pyro entrances are you excited? Uh, are you excited to see? Are you excited to see again? Um, all the stuff with Killer Cross and Impact Wrestling. I'm not going to talk about that. That's business related stuff. And I don't think it's fair. Uh, apparently the Revival haven't signed new WWE deals. So beginning of next year, maybe they're out. Maybe they go to AEW. I don't blame them. Even though they're SmackDown Tag Team Champions. It's not like they get treated brilliantly, is it? Um, 
Medusa apologized to Vince McMahon. Don't really care about that. There was another story that I wanted to talk about. Oh, the Young Bucks story. That's what I wanted to talk about, the Young Bucks story. So I don't know what the comment was, but Triple H apparently said something like, I wouldn't you know, change any of my talent here in NXT for anybody in AEW, or words to that effect. And I love Matt and Nick Jackson. They just came out and go, that's not true. You definitely would swap up. You tried to hire us a year ago. I love how candid they are. I love how they don't give two hoots. You know, we, we used to live in a time where... You just never would get that. Everyone would be so candid because social media and because the Young Bucks kind of invented this idea of we're just going to be so open with our fans. This is what we get and it's brilliant. They just don't care and they completely believe in their company. And we don't know what's going to happen. I was talking to this about someone today. We do not know what's going to happen with AEW TV. We all want it to be good, but it may not be good. Sometimes people try things and they suck. It may take six months before it actually starts to get going. I don't think that is going to be the case. But I'm saying right now, if you wanted to speculate and argue that it could, it's hard to disagree because we don't know. We have no idea. I mean, the pay-per-views have been great, but pay-per-views are vastly different from running a weekly television show. We may watch the first one and go, huh? As people have said, if you live in Canada right now, you don't know what's going on. Uh, we, we kind of believe over here it's coming to ITV4, but at the moment, if you go to next Wednesday or week Wednesday, there's some other programming on. Is that going to get bumped? Are we just not going to get the first episode? We don't know. Undead FB Goo in the Super Chat. Shout out to Undead, always supporting the channel. I'm scared for WWE messing up Bray the Fiend so much. I want to wrap him in bubble wrap. All the resting next weekend. Uh, my husband is glad he's working away, lol, yeah. When things get that crazy, and if your other half or her friend or whatever isn't into it, it's always, it's always a bit nuts. I know what you mean, Undead, but I think everything going on at the moment is just to get people excited for SmackDown and Raw. I think we're going to be okay. I think we're going to get... Um, I think we're going to get to Hell in a Cell and Bray Wyatt's going to win the title. I think Seth holding on to it doesn't do anything for anybody. It's the status quo. It's not going to pop ratings. It's not going to change anything. We've been there. And if you don't have Bray win it on his first attempt because you come up with some stupid idea, it's going to ruin Bray. And then what? You're back at square one. So I'm going to give, um, I'm going to give Bray the benefit of the doubt and keep everything crossed. But I understand you're not alone, Undead. You are not alone. So many people think that this could happen. And I just hope that... Oh boy, I hope I'm wrong. CRCB in the super chat says, Liv Morgan Twitter code is 851216, which equals help. It's kind of cool. That will get people talking. Either that or she's been kidnapped and she actually needs help. And because wrestling is a work, we've all screwed up. It's going to be one of the two. I hope she comes back soon. New character. I think she's interesting. I think the women's division needs an injection of fresh blood right now, given we are kind of doing the houses with people we've seen feud before. And we need to get other people set up for Charlotte Bailey, Sasha, Becky Lynch. And I think Liv Morgan can fit into that. I think she's got a fan following. I think she's different. So let's hope. And let's hope she's not actually in trouble. Uh, Spitty Booms in the Super Chat says... Uh, just curious if you watch Up, Up, Down, Down at all. Also, do you think Vince may have a measure of disdain for wrestlers that frequently are part of that show? No, I don't even think Vince McMahon knows what Up, Up, Down, Down is. I'm pretty sure someone just said, are you all right with him doing that? And he said, yes. And that was the end of it. I watch Up, Up, Down, Down every now and then. I wouldn't say I'm a daily watcher. But if they do a game I like or they've got some superstars on it, i like, yeah, I'll check it out. I probably watch, what, one or two videos a week? I really respect Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods is a really smart guy. You know, wrestler, YouTube, he's got all these things sort of lined up that if anything did happen, he'd still got an outlet to get his creativity out there. So I really, really like Xavier Woods. But no, I don't think Vincent, why would Vincent Man care? Like, it's all, it's all affiliated with the WWE. They mention it. It's got his guys on it, which is visual advertising, if nothing else. It's fun. They don't run anything down. They tow the corporate and company line. I don't think he would care. I don't think he would mind. It is a really good... I know, I know the Triple H 2 million thing was a bit disappointing because it was just Triple H talking about video games. I was excited about that. 
But hey-ho, everyone's allowed to drop the ball once in a while. I don't think Vince McMahon even knows it's there. I really don't. Thomas F. Doesn't even care in the super chat. I'm bald. You're bald. I love you. You love me. News to my ears. But hey, yeah, let's get married. Well, we got to go for dinner first, man. I'm an old school kind of a guy. But let's go for dinner. Let's see if we get on. I'm sure we will. But we need to work out whether we're friends or if it's something more. But thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you very much for the super chat. Thank you very much for the support. And I guess I'll see you when we walk down the aisle. Uh, Undead FB Goo in the super chat says, If Bray doesn't win, I will give up Metalcore and Bacon. Don't say those things. It's WWE Undead. And you never know what they're going to do. They could easily screw you over. And then you'll be three times sad because Bray White will be screwed up. You're not getting any metal care and you've got no bacon. The bacon and metal core have got to be in there to cheer you up. It's going to be interesting. I like the fact that we can have this conversation. I think maybe we get not necessarily a, a low version of WWE this evening, but maybe it won't pop a rating or anything like that. But then next week, smashing it. The biggest week in wrestling for some time. In October as well. No one ever cares about wrestling in October usually. People are more like, meh. You know, <laughs> Who gives two hoots? I'm just making sure, I'm just seeing if any other news has broken since we started talking. I believe the answer is no. A lot of people being assholes about Nyla Rose, but, you know, why am I not surprised? Uh, other than that, yeah, it's just the rumors about bringing Pyro back and essentially the change to Raw. I really, I mean, I know I'm sort of, you know, that's what I'm looking for. Um, beating a dead horse but if someone said to me as well let me know in the chat what you think about this too for me let me make sure i mean this i would take new sets over pyro i want both but i really really will get a kick out of tuning into raw and it having a new plus a unique feel and then watching smackdown obviously over here it'll be on different channels but in fox in america and that having a that having a, a different thing as well I think that will do wonders for WWE. Like sometimes we only have, again, I said this before, when we had SummerSlam this year, I don't know why it smashed me over the head so much. But I was like, doesn't it suck? It looks just like Raw and SmackDown. I want SummerSlam to feel fresh. That's why WrestleMania was so great because what's the set going to look like? And depressingly, why it's one of the redeeming features, the Saudi shows. At least they look different, but that's it. I'd rather they didn't happen, but you take my point. Chicken Salad on the Super Chat says, one of the best channels on YouTube look forward to this show every week. Thank you, man. Which is amazing because I look forward to eating chicken salad. So together we're going down the same lines. And that's really kind of you, dude. Thank you. And I really appreciate comments like that. It means a lot. Like, again, you know, it's seven o'clock on a Monday. If I didn't have support from people like yourself or the Patreon or Super Chats or whatever, I wouldn't be able to do this, especially if nobody cared. That would suck. But the fact that I get to sit down here, do a little raw preview, have a little bit of a chat, same with ups and downs and all this stuff. And I know that people are buying in makes me a very happy man. It makes me a very pleased man. So. Yeah, I really do. Uh, I, I really do. I really do appreciate it. And I agree. I, I do think we're actually going to enter for the first time in years, maybe even ever, I, I, you know, despite from, um, except from when they first did it. Maybe we aren't actually going to, maybe Raw and SmackDown are actually going to feel like separate shows. And I don't necessarily know if that's going to make WWE better. I don't. Much like the AEW thing. Maybe it sucks. But SmackDown looking different, Raw looking different, different camera angles, different commentary teams, no crossover. Could be awesome. Stan makes a great point in the super chat. Um, what do you think will happen to the women's tag team titles with a dedicated brand split? Also, please give me Oscar and Kyrie as a team or singles. I don't know what's going on with them. I would move them back to w, uh, to NXT so fast. Uh, what a, I don't know, dude. That's a great question. A small part of me wouldn't be surprised if they just killed off those titles. They seem to care about them barely at all. What do I think they will do? You can't have floating champions. It breaks the whole idea. I guess they just pick a brand. 
I guess they just pick a brand or they reintroduce a Raw and a SmackDown tag teams division for the women. I don't necessarily think that will work unless they're going to change the way they book it. But I presume they do that. I presume they do that or they get rid of it. Uh, I don't think you get rid of it. I think that would be a PR disaster if nothing else. Just start caring about it, guys. It's not hard. Just put, you know, bring up women. Get uh, who were we talking about earlier? Uh, Liv Morgan. Get her back in the pit. Team up with Sarah Logan again. It's not great, but make them a tag team. Use the people you have and let them go after the tags. The fact that Nikki Cross is taking on Sasha Banks and Sasha Banks is involved in a feud with Becky Lynch and they're going after a world championship kind of sums up how WWE thinks about the women's tag team championships. They're just there. And it's not just that. Again, look at the first three. The first three names on the damn title of the video: Styles, Nakamura, Rude. U.S. champ, IC champ, tag champ. I get why they'd want to go after the WWE titles, but it does, you know, it negates those three titles, even by accident. It just does. Shout out to Jacob Dolan in the super chat who says, do you think the 24-7 stuff is starting to run its course? I enjoyed it a lot with Kane, but before that, it was starting to feel a bit dull. Well, Jacob, you just summed up my thoughts. I would agree with you a week ago, but the Kane stuff was so good. I'm like, oh, look, they've still got tricks up their sleeve. So no, I don't actually think that. I think... I do think we need to change it up every single week. I think it should... I don't mind the connection, but I think now we need to come up with cool ideas depending on we are, where we are location-wise. And they did that last week. So, you know, we should absolutely do it this week as well as if we can do it. It's all about creativity. And again, my favorite phrase, staying away from the law of diminishing returns. So if we kept doing the Drake Maverick R-Truth stuff, I would say yes. But given what we did get, I'll say no. And I'll believe in WWE. Again, ask me tomorrow. Ask me about a lot of stuff tomorrow. Because I'm hanging a lot of hopes on tonight's Raw. My expectations. So if I get let down, it's my fault. But I think we'll know more. Uh, Undead FB doing the super chat. Yeah, giving up Metalcore is a bit extreme. I would miss my Envision boys. They will be good to us, Simon. I'm going to be positive honest. I think we can. I think we can in this situation. Because this is why I think it when it comes to Bray Wyatt and The Fiend and Hell in a Cell. I think it's legitimately one of those situations and scenarios where if WWE in this occasion do not give you what you want in terms of The Fiend, think about the superstar reaction he got on the last Raw, right? It will really be a slap in the face. Sometimes I don't agree with that. I think you can not like a story, but you can respect the author's... What's the word I'm looking for? Well, you know, you can respect the fact that they get to make that decision. And you don't have to like it. It's like Mass Effect 3 ending. I thought it was crazy that Bioware um, rewrote their ending. That was their ending. And yeah, maybe it sucked, but it was their ending. This is different with WWE because organically everyone's got behind The Fiend. If they don't realize that and they don't pay off on it just because they want to push Seth Rollins, which they've already done for 10 months, nine months of the year, I don't think that it's... Uh, yeah, I, I don't think that it's... I don't think it'd be a good idea, and I think you may actually push some people away, which, of course, right now is the last thing that WWE uh, wants to do, especially because the competition is mad. If you don't watch WWE, watch AEW. Don't watch that with New Japan. Watch Impact. You know, they're about to smash it on Access TV, which could be huge. And they've already got a pretty good following over here in the UK. Uh, I think I just said MLW. I can't remember. Ring of Honor's struggling, but it's still there, should you want to watch it. PWG, people love that. Jerry Ryan's got bar wrestling. Like I know it's sort of, you know, done in hierarchy and done in waves, but... It still counts. It's still wrestling. It's still there to watch. Fight TV has wrestling all the time. It's um, it, it, it's a crazy time to be a wrestling fan. And, and NXT, of course, on Wednesdays. I know it's still within the WWE umbrella, but it's different wrestlers, uh, a different approach. So, you know, if you can't find something to watch, someone just mentioned this. If you can't find someone to watch right now, you may just not like wrestling anymore. And that's okay. You don't have to like wrestling. You don't have to like WWE. You don't have to like AEW. It's your entertainment hours. It's your entertainment dollars. Spend it on whatever you want. Uh, and on that note, let me just do one last check for news. And we will, uh, we will start to round this up. Someone just posted a picture of Simon Miller with hair. Or... <laughs> 
the internet is a funny is a funny is a funny funny place i mean most people are focusing on this five way which is what i did too and all the changes that we may uh, uh that we may be getting uh shelby lynn in the super chat says thanks for all that you do thank you shelby and thank you for contributing i appreciate it do you like sarah logan i can't even answer it I liked her in the Riot Squad, and I thought she had something. I liked her gimmick change, where she was a bit Viking-esque as well, because uh, she's married, I think, to either Ivar or Eric. I get confused. I think she's got potential. I think she's different, which I always, I always like. And I think if WWE just allowed her to th- thrive, then yeah, I probably would like her. But it's one of those things where she's just stuck on main event, or she comes out in dark, mat- uh, dark segments. And again, it's, everything that happens on TV is what matters in terms of how I feel or how I gravitate towards a certain performer. So... Um, yeah, it's, it's a difficult one. I, 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 I hope her, uh, Liv Morgan, Buddy Murphy, I mean, Cedric Alexander is on TV, but I hope they all get used in a cool way. And if they sink, it's all right as well, as long as you try. All I ask is that they try. Barry McHugh in the Super Chat. Did you see the Twitter trailer for Fight Club Pro's Project Mayhem 8 that is on Friday? No, I didn't. I don't even know what that is. Fight Club Pro Mayhem 8. Hang on. Fight Club Pro Mayhem 8. See, it's really hard to sort of keep up with everything. There it is. Oh, it's in, Eng- it's in England as well. It's in Wolverhampton. No, but I'll check it out. There you go. Cheap plug. I don't, I don't really know much about Fight Club Pro, but Fight Club Pro Project Mayhem 8. I'm just seeing if I've got any other details. Two nights. Looks really good, actually. I'm going to jump on this. Who said that? Barry. Thank you, Barry. Uh, I will uh, I will check it out. Uh, right, on that note, thank you so much for joining me on this Monday evening. I was a little bit delayed. Uh, it's 10 past 7. Not going to lie. Got to go smash the gym before it closes. My gym closes early on Monday, which is ridiculous. But yeah, anytime we can smash something out on a Monday afternoon, we will. We get great audience. Everybody's super pumped for Raw, so it's good to get your guys' feedback. We'll do another one tomorrow post-Raw, and we'll chat about that. So if you haven't subscribed and you're watching right now, please hit the subscribe button. Lifeblood of the channel. Without subscribers, none of this works, of course, because you don't get the notification. We don't get views. Blah, blah, blah. Thank you so much for everyone that's supporting the Super Chat. I'm going to give you a bow today. It really does help. And thank you to all my patrons too. Patreon.com forward slash Simon316. And everybody that follows me on Twitter. And everybody that follows me on Instagram. And everybody that just watches. If you watch, you allow me to do this. Because if I'm talking to no one, eventually I'm going to get bored. It's just a bald asshole speaking a bunch of gibberish. Enjoy Raw. I think we're going to have a lot to talk about tomorrow night. Enjoy the last ever SmackDown. We'll talk about that tomorrow uh, on a Wednesday. Ups and downs moves around next week. I'm excited for it. I'm pumped. I think it's going to be fun. And yeah, that's that. That's it. Let's bring it to a close. I'll speak to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.